Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. The last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode. So today we're going to talk about opening a juice bar in a food desert. Now, if you don't know what a food desert is, we should start there because it'll make the rest of this episode make a lot more sense. Um, there are places uh, around the world and, and kind of particularly in America as well, that are known as food deserts. And these are places that you can't find access to healthy produce or sometimes produce at all within a reasonable distance. Uh, this could be anywhere from, you know, five miles, 10 miles. Uh, a lot of people in inner cities are having to travel at great lengths to access healthy food. And this has led to uh, higher rates of obesity, uh, diabetes, heart disease, and the list goes on and on and on in terms of chronic and terminal illnesses that people who are defined as being in food deserts have a higher propensity uh, towards. So um, what I've found and what inspired me to create this episode was that I've been speaking to a lot of you out there who have had the inspiration to actually really support your community by opening up a juice bar business, healthy cafe in these, uh, what are known as food deserts. And, uh, that is a beautiful thing because there's just so much need and there'll be so many people's lives who you guys will change if you are in that situation and you're inspired to, to do this. And I felt called to make this episode so that I could just really give you guys some more context as to some of the pros and cons and things that you want to think about when uh, taking this approach in this kind of environment. So I think first, maybe I'll just start with some of the benefits. Um, you know, as they say, if you have something to sell and you're selling water in a desert, you're going to do quite well because water is very needed in a desert and a lot of people don't have it. And so the same goes for you if you're thinking about opening in a food desert. Uh, one of the major benefits will be that you'll have very little to no competition. Um, you will be an island amidst an ocean of you know, unhealthy products. And so for those who are inspired, you'll have complete access to those customers in that area. And so um, as much as it's really unfortunate for people to not have access and to have tra to travel to great lengths, if you open in a food desert, you could be the only juice bar within, let's say, a f you know, 10 mile radius, 20 mile radius. If that's the case, then people will travel quite far to come to you because they don't have any other alternatives, right? So that's, that's one of the major benefits. Um, what are some of the downsides? 
I would say the biggest one is going to be, and this isn't always the case, right? Every neighborhood is different in terms of the psychology of the consumers in that area and the community. But oftentimes, um, or a portion of the time, food deserts are places where the individuals that are living there, or I should say, you know, a very small number of individuals living there are actually aware of the benefits of juices and smoothies and healthy salads and whatever else is going to be on your menu um, to the point where they've built a habit out of this. Uh, more, more often, people in these environments are, you know, they have bad habits of eating fast food and, you know, eating it at gas stations and snacking all the time and their diets aren't the best. And so while there definitely is an opportunity, you might be challenged depending on how aware the environment is. So it's not to say that there isn't a need. There's a need for this kind of product everywhere, right? doesn't matter who you are as a person, you should be concerned with your health. But the unfortunate thing is that not everybody is. So just because something is needed doesn't mean that people want it yet. And so you have to figure out first and foremost in your environment, uh, you know, what's your current market size? And then what are you going to do to increase the demand in your neighborhood? And so that kind of brings me to the next element of this episode, which is how do you want to approach making sure that you're as successful as possible when you do open? And what I strongly recommend, and this goes for really any juice bar business, but even more so for anybody who's opening up in an environment where the client base might not yet be as exposed as other client um, bases around the world, is really market and do a lot of educational marketing. Because when you're attempting to convert someone into lifestyle, you really have to do a great job in sharing stories, um, you know, parables, uh, facts around how the food and juices, smoothies are going to help them based on their particular circumstance. And you want to do this today. You don't want to wait. If you do feel like you are going to open a business, it could be a year from now. It could be two years from now. Um, so if you do feel strongly that this is your passion and this is the direction you want to go, then you want to make sure that you are building that client base and building the buzz and building the, the desire for your product as soon as you can. This is also going to help you through just gaining feedback. This is a great way to do market research. What do people want? How strong is the demand? What are people struggling with? How can you create a menu and create products that are going to directly support exactly what you hear people in your community are battling with, are dealing with, right? And there, you know, you can probably, if you do enough research, assume this much, but just having that personal contact where you can have direct conversations with people through Instagram, through Facebook, maybe help them with some cleanses, just build that rapport and that relationship, that trust, it will get you to the point where by the time you open, you've got a strong demand, a strong client base that's ready to support themselves and your business. So with that, also when you open, you don't want to let up. I highly suggest that you guys take on doing you know, weekly talks in the beginning, maybe you eventually pair back on this, but in the beginning, if you can do them weekly or even twice a month, 
have yourself or other health experts, this could be nutritionists and health coaches and fitness trainers, really come into your business and give talks and talk about their journey uh, and what they've done to become healthier, what they've overcome, and get people to come in, give the talks for free, and then use that as uh, an opportunity to get people who are there signed up on cleanse programs, get them on you know, a frequent customer package, get them on something that they can make a committed decision to support their health through your business. So this way, once again, you're doing marketing, you're doing sales, you're doing education, because I always say that one customer isn't strictly one customer. One customer is really 10 customers, because if one person has a good experience, you change one person's life, guess what? They're going to tell at least 10 people, right? They're going to post it on their Instagram. They're going to lose weight and people are going to see them. They're going to have more vibrance. If you can change someone's health, you're giving them one of the most profound gifts that they could ever receive more than anything material. You're giving them their quality of life. You're literally giving people life. And so don't underestimate the power of that. So really go deep into supporting each individual in your community as much as you can because they will become a, a megaphone and a mouthpiece for your business, which will ultimately help you thrive in the long run. So um, there's obviously a lot that goes into starting a business, whether you this kind of business and any business, but whether you're in a food desert or not. And uh, if you guys do need support, We've got a full spectrum agency. We've got chefs and designers and marketers, and we can help you with everything that you need in your business. So if you want to talk about how we can support you, you can reach out to me at andrew at startajuicebar.com. We'd be happy to have that conversation with you guys. Uh, and as always, just wishing you well. Part of our mission is to support you all in creating a world where there are more food service businesses that are serving healthy products than there are fast food places selling unhealthy products. There's no reason we should live in a world that the food that we're eating is making us sick. And so, you know, part of our mission is to really support you guys in, in building the most uh, beneficial business for the world as you can. So until next time, wishing you well, and I'll see you at the next one. Mm -hmm.